Hi. <laughs> Go right ahead then. Okay, hi, I'm Jay. I'm Taj. And welcome to another episode of Bothers. Bothers. Ooh, back on my airway. Um, just a precursor, y'all. We this is what our like fourth time trying to record this. Yeah, so we're a little we're a little tired. Yeah. Um, but that being said, hey Taj, hey Jay, what you listening to? Okay, I've been bumping to JoJo. Think mm. about you. Mm. It's my little like midnight. I'm a bit alone. Sweet bitch in hand. Sweet bitch in hand. <laughs> Thinking about somebody, but yeah, she's dope as y'all all as we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, so put that on your queue. Right. It's real good. It's real Add good. To Spotify, yeah, Apple mm-hmm. Music, all, all of the record mm-hmm. CDs if they still have those. <laughs> Not gonna drag it. Your eight tracks, right? Um, what about you? What you been bumping to right recently? I've been bumping uh, so good. By Destiny's Child. You know that's my song. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I forgot how it started. Oh, it was because Clea, Clea Trapper. Yeah. She posted that video. She was like, I'm doing so. So yeah, that's my song. <laughs> I listen so to that song all the time. Um, yeah, and there are like some, there are like some Destiny's Child deep cuts actually that I think mm-hmm. people like need to start listening to. Mm. I don't know them personally. The only one I know is so good, but I know there's some in there. Yeah, for I know real. there's some in there. For real. That's my song. Mm-hmm. That's my song. It's such a good, feel good song. But anyway, we are 21. <sighs> Child. Not the side. Yeah. We're 21. 21. Mm. It's been fun. <laughs> it's been good or whatever. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So what? So tell me, like, what, like, what did you expect twenty one to be, and how did it end up for you? Uh, expectation. Yeah. What's your expectation versus reality? Okay. So, I would say twenty one. We legally drinking. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking nightlife. Mm-hmm. Going out in the town with my peeps. You know, we going to the bar. We're going. Mm-hmm. Do a little damage. Gonna do a little damage. Mm-hmm. Reality, I'm in my bed. <laughs> Reality, I'm in the I middle of New Bundrick. Right. <laughs> listening to JoJo. <laughs> so that's how that's been going. Um, yeah. I've also, uh, expectation was a successful life. Um, well, what does success mean to you? It Right now, it means to be content. Mm. to find my joy, to do all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, cause right now, like we in the middle of a pandemic, like right. ain't much to, ain't much that we can do. Mm-hmm. So while I'm home trying to pick up the pieces of myself, mm-hmm. put myself back together. So when this is all over, right, I'm going out a better me. Yeah. I feel like that's been like a good thing about this quarantine it's been like a, a nice good period of like self-reflection and like getting your shit together yeah. and all of that stuff but yeah yeah 
And I guess my lo- oh, and the reality for that, mm-hmm. um, it's been <laughs> not us talking all this like yeah, like right. get myself together, stuff. So and then the reality of it all, um, it's a they they don't call it a journey for nothing. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, you know, we we do what we do. And, but actually, it's been really good. Mm-hmm. I've really been falling in love with myself, so mm-hmm. which is really really nice. You've to been have. masturbating. No. <laughs> no. 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 Have you not? That's a part of self-love. I'm okay. Uh-uh, girl. You need to do it. It's a stress reliever. Maybe that's why I'm so pent up. <laughs> or whatever way gets you off. Right. Cursing these niggas out. <laughs> putting the mirror up to themselves and say look at yourself look at you look at you um my last expectation i would say was to be straight because these niggas <laughs> oh my god they gonna make me regret everything no let me stop um reality I'm not. <laughs> Reality isn't gonna happen, and I'm okay with that. I'm I'm in love with that. So, what about you? Expectations versus realities. Let me check my notes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my expectation. Um, this has been an expectation ever since like when I was 18. But like being mm. in a relationship, mm. it's like. I was like, cause you know, like all the Instagram gays, right, like they have like right. their arms wrapped around each other, like they take like the cute little like underwear pics and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yes, that's gonna be me, me and my bae, like we gonna do that Instagram shit, that picture shit, that everything. Yeah. Um, coming to find out, I'm in a long distance relationship. <laughs> oh, that's reality. <laughs> that's the reality of oh, it. Oh, um, so nice. It is nice, cause with it also is like, what is the reality of 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 loving someone yes. romantically because mm-hmm. I don't think honestly in my relationship I don't think it's like how the TVs like show it mm. or like even how I've like seen it day to day like it's, it's a very specific thing mm-hmm. between me and that person mm. um, but it's been beautiful right. um, nightlife as well mm. for some reason I thought when I turned 21 I <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was gonna be an extrovert. I felt my life. Wow. I thought I was gonna feel comfortable like going to the club and all that stuff. Yeah. But I'm still the same person. Yeah. And like I think even if the clubs were open up, I really wouldn't go like that. Like I really wouldn't. Well, that's good. I'll, <laughs> I'll see you in the morning. Like, I'll see it's you later. Me, nah. I I mean I don't know. My social anxiety would just yeah. be up during that time. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have to take a few shots. Yeah. We're um, gonna have to take a few shots. <laughs> but I do I do wanna go to boxers. So we need to go to boxers one night. Yeah. Let's go one night where, you know, um I feel like the space is good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the blacks are there. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you hit it on the nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then the third thing, um, I think is sex, right? Did I put sex? No, I'll put success. <laughs> close. <laughs> close. You're close. You're close. Close. Right. Um, but not quite. <laughs> um, success, um, I think, I imagine, like, success on a much wider scale. Right. And now I'm, like, finding success, you know, like, 
in a much like smaller space mm-hmm. and starting to like get my work out there and I realized like that's what success is mm-hmm. it's like exposure it's not so much like fame mm-hmm. um for me so yes yeah, I mean I feel successful in my relationships and my career and all yes. that stuff and that's the reality right now and that's the reality of it that's the reality now what I like to be, you know, casted in Euphoria. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I like to be in the writers' room for "I May Destroy You." Oh, yeah. What I like to do a movie with um, Kelvin Harris Jr. Oh yeah, as my love interest. Yes, yes. Sexy. Yes, you know, I would love yes, all those things. Yes, yes. But the reality is, I'm in Six Forty Decatur Street, on the third floor in my room. But no one knows. Um, so, but that's okay. Ooh, that's okay. And that's okay. That's okay. I think twenty one has been. And I'm gonna ask you this: like, how, like, that day of turning twenty one, mm. how did you feel? Well, it was a weird day because mm. it was in April. Uh, Your birthday's in April. Don't you not know my birthday? No, is. I knew. I knew oh. it was either April or May. Okay. It's because it's Taurus season. You know I'm a Taurus. Anyway, but... Um, April 24th. No. You okay, need to be so quiet okay, because okay. you're getting it all wrong. April 27th. I was close. Same day as Lizzo's, by the way. Oh. It makes so much sense. Um, but turning 21 that day was weird because not only was I in New Brunswick, mm-hmm. um, a place where I choose to vacation away? Mm-hmm. Not really, but it's been a great, a great space for me to like be content in like being with me because mm-hmm. it's not busy all the time. Um, so when I turned twenty one that day, I was like, oh, like I'm here alone, mm-hmm. but this is good. Like I'm learning how to celebrate myself while I'm right, alone. Period. So that was, and that made me think like, I guess like in a wider mecca, not mecca, uh, meta mm-hmm. kind of scope of things. Like, that's what it is to grow up. Mm-hmm. It's like to be, have things taken away from you, mm-hmm. but also putting you somewhere new as well. Yeah. And it's like you have to accept that you're, what's around you. Yeah. So I love, I love that. What about you? Yours is, uh, Bitch, what are you? you know my birthday. Oh, Don't do this. <laughs> Don't do this. Okay. What's my birthday? Oh. July you? 20th. Yes. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> Thank you for knowing. I knew your birthday too. I knew it was in that weekend. Um, <laughs> not me being rock. exposed for being a terrible friend. I'm gonna let you. Um, no, but when I turned twenty-one, and I tell you, just like everything, I mm-hmm. felt like everything changed, yeah. and it was just because like I was reevaluating like how I value things, mm. and that's that's pretty much it. For real. It's just like making sure I know like what's important and what's not. Mm-hmm. Truly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Right. So what's important, what's not? <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> so, like, my friendships are important. Yes. Niggas not right except for my partner my partner but um before i was in a partnership i did realize that niggas not so important Mm -hmm. i can live i can do without them Mm -hmm. um i learned that like social media not important Mm -mm. not important Mm -mm. at all um spending time with family is and that's something i didn't see as important i used to be real like 
I used to hate like eating dinner with my family mm. and like all that other shit, watching mm. shows with them. But now I love it. My mm. family's a key. And so yes, yes. That. So let's let's stop with the nice teas and let's. <laughs> This is what I'm really getting here for. This, right. is, what, this is what I'm really here this for. This show's called Bothers. Right, so. right, right. Not healing 21. Right. What? <laughs> Who's healing? Let me stop. Let me stop. Who's healing? Who's healing? I can't. Okay. So, this week, mm. we are bothered by straight <sighs> men gay baiting. Mm-mm. 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 Just thinking about it makes my blood boil. Mm-mm. It really makes Mm-mm. my blood boil. Mm-mm. I feel like I'm in a pot. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. Taz, you go. You go ahead. Uh uh. No. <laughs> uh 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 uh. No. Um. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Huh. I don't even know what to say, because this topic is so. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard because you don't want, like, I know I don't want my straight guy friends to, like, not feel comfortable around me, mm-hmm. but I also need them to, like, respect boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, I think straight black, ooh, straight. Talk about it then. I would say straight, uh, straight men, mm-hmm. not yeah. straight black men. Mm-hmm. Um, Straight men, like, they think like once they have a gay friend, like they could be like touchy and feely right. and you know like playful right. and stuff like that. Right. And they forget that like gay people like have feelings. And <laughs> if you like, especially when I feel like we've been deprived a lot of like touch right. and like intimacy. And when you put that on a silver platter for like gay people mm-hmm. to like have on like a daily basis, mm-hmm. it's you know you're like false advertising. Mm. You're like, hey, I'm gonna touch you, hold you, right. tell you you're beautiful, all that shit. Right. And act like I'm your boyfriend at the end of the day, like, you're not. Right. That's kind of fucked up. It, it, I guess, like, because we've all, like, been through it, like, having mm-hmm. that one friend or multiple. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, like, I've really have all, have had, like, only straight male friends all my life. Um, Couldn't be me. And, but hey, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, it happens, you know, it happens. Um, and a lot of the time, I, I, for some reason, straight men find me comfortable to be around. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, nice. It's, it's nice. I mean, it's it, it just, because I can say it goes to show, like, you know, like, not everyone's, like, mm-hmm. bad or whatever. But then it's, like, what about me is appealing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to really say what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's very complicated, because then when you do get close, mm-hmm. you're kind of put in a situation where you're not only questioning what this is, but who that person is. Right. And then if you're wrong, you look right. dumb. Or if you're right, then it's kind of like, I don't want to, I don't want this to only be shown in the tenses of just a friendship. If right. We're into each other, right? Like, we talked about that time shameful love mm-hmm. so i don't want to be like just like ha it's fun when it's fun but when it's right. not you don't want anything else with me right because um, straight niggas do be i feel like low-key straight niggas do be wanting a taste like they do be wanting a piece but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's also like a thing of like should we as gay men like 
I don't know, because I do feel like a lot of uh, our experiences have been in the closet, or at least for me personally, mm. a lot of my experiences have been in the closet experiences, first mm. and foremost. Mm. It was me presenting myself as a straight man, getting close to someone who's like openly gay, and me being, you know, behind closed doors, being, you know, mm -hmm. okay, being down with everything. Hmm. Um, mm -hmm. And so, like, I was one of those, like, niggas. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I thought the thing just stopped. Uh, uh, I no, 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 you're good. Um, but I don't know. There's something that I feel like we shouldn't be, like, test monkeys mm -mm. for people. Mm -mm. But that's interesting that you said that because mm -hmm. a lot of my experiences... For me, I feel like no one really gave a fuck, really, because when they looked at me, they're like, "Oh yeah, this kid's obviously like gay, like whatever." Mm -hmm. So I can't say I've had it as much as discreetly as you did, mm -hmm. but I will say like my experiences with straight men, mm -hmm. DL men, mm -hmm. is that I've been in someone mm -hmm. else's closet and not my own. Like it's like mm -hmm. you you were in the closet, whatever. I've been in your closets, like I've been in the closets with you. Mm -hmm. So it's very like I, it's just. Keeping th and even like straight friends, like it's like we can do this, but like you gotta, you know, we can't say anything about it. Right. So it's very like, when does it be like why, mm. why do a lot of queer men, queer bodies, just accept that type of attention? I can't even call it love because mm -hmm. it's not. It's a if it is, it's kind of a fucked up kind of love. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's it's so much deeper than when we give it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like gay baiting. It's so much. It really, it's it. like, it's extremely toxic and extremely manipulative. Yeah. And I think it harmful for, like, gay people specifically because I know, like, me personally, before, just recently, mm. I've never experienced a true romantic relationship. Mm. That's like, you know, when people say, like, uh, we're in a, like, a relationship is supposed to be, like, a friendship mm -hmm. plus. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with a lot of gay people or I'll speak for myself for mm. my relationships previous it was purely sexual mm. so it's like when I have a friend a guy friend mm -hmm. who you know I think is cute and who I think is cute and who is like showing me signs of like <laughs> showing me signs of like attraction right it makes me feel like, damn, this is what being in a relationship yes, would be like. Yes, yes. You know, yes. like, this is so nice. Right. That's so twisted. It <laughs> is. It's so twisted because then you, you start to, like, think, like, you don't know how great an actual reciprocal mm -hmm. romance would feel like. You right. think that's it. Mm -hmm. You and think that's it. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. It's not reciprocal. Like, the, no. I feel like the gay person or me, I would give them, like, my entire devotion, my mm -hmm. entire love. Mm -hmm. And they wouldn't give it back. They would mm -hmm. give me something playful, something like surface level right. shit. Um, and so you have like a situation where it's like, I love you more than you love me. I mean, it, it, it's, it's weird. It's, right. it's weird. Um, right. I just think straight men, straight people in general just need to know their, and that's so difficult because I don't want to say like know their boundaries. Mm -hmm. But know your boundaries. I think... And for straight people who might be straight in perception, but mm -hmm. maybe are going through their internal things, mm -hmm. I think before you court someone mm -hmm. on the DL, really think about... And it's hard in the moment because like, you're not really thinking about mm -hmm. the other person. You're thinking about like how important this exp exploration for yourself is, is to you. Mm -hmm. uh, which is 
totally understandable, like exploring who you are. Right. But make sure it's not at the like expense of someone else. Right. Like you can't put someone through something so like traumatic. Honestly, traumatic sometimes for some people. Like I I also want to like emphasize like we're not just talking about like friends who want to be like you know like friends can be touchy touchy like I don't mind that. Yeah, touch me. You all the time. Touch me. Touch. (laughs) Touch me. All um, the time. <laughs> all the time. Um, but it's more, it's like I said, when it gets to that point of like, the lines are starting to get blurred a little bit. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, that shit is just... And I think we also need to make this distinction between like straight niggas and DL niggas. They're all the same. <laughs> Let me stop moving. <laughs> Tell, I'm gonna take you to Philly with me. We'll point them out. <laughs> I do not want to go to Philly. No. Last time, I don't like how Philly looks. A lot of people don't. Oh, it's not even oh, all I'm Philly. Sorry. It's not. <laughs> it's not just. It's not all Philly. It's actually just certain areas. But that's also not anyone's fault. That's actually the government's fault. Right. To be honest. Probably. It's America's fault. But I know they have so much like arts and culture. And, like, yes. I know the DL uh, niggas are fine as fuck down there. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding, yes. They but, are. Interesting enough, in Philly, it was like the first time I switched from grinder to jacked. Because who taught you? <laughs> it was you. It's mother. You. Right. I'm your mother. I'm your mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, for oh. real. Because, because. It, the population's so big there. Mm-hmm. But it's also, it's big in New York, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really big in Philly. But back to straight niggas. What I just realized yes. is that I think I know why they play with us. Oh, why? What's the, what's the secret? Because <laughs> I don't think straight people value homosexuality as much as they do heterosexuality. Like, homosexuality is constantly portrayed as, like, a joke uh. or, like, something that's not... not Something that's not real, something that's like a an other. Yeah. When like heterosexuality just has so much more weight to right. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's not. It's a game. It's like, it's kind of like like a trend. Like the thing. Right. It's like a cute little like. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're gay. It's totally cool. Like it's mm-hmm. not like like you said. It's not a value to them, or they don't know the value. Of mm. it. You know what I'm saying? That seems to be a lot of things. Like people don't know the value of something to other people. Mm. Sorry, not me. Um. Not me going Damn. off. <laughs> Damn. You know, that's just that's just what it is. Like, that's call true. it what it is, what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you a question. If one of your fine straight friends was like, Tyler, come to the closet with me and let's like make out for a little while, what would you do? Go make out with them for a little while. Hold on, ho. We literally just had this whole conversation nah, because, about how toxic this is. Nah, because, listen, what did I tell you? What did we talk about? When I'm saying something for other people, that's for them. What's for me is for me. So I got business. mine. Handle yours. Mind your business and what? Sit down and eat, eat crab legs. <laughs> eat the crab legs. Oh my goodness. What is for me is for me. Mind your business. Let's play it out. Let's play it out. But yeah. <laughs> no, I'm um, just joking. No. Bottom line, straight friends. Find out what your gay friends' boundaries are. Yeah. Um... Yes. And really, like, get to know them on, like, a personal level, whatever, mm-hmm. but be uh, mindful that you're dealing with a body that may hold a lot of physical 
mm-hmm. trauma. Mm-hmm. And that holding so, them is much more than just a hold. Right. To them, that's what could have been. Right. Or what may be. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, <laughs> let's end this off with um, telling the people a thing that they should what consume, digest, watch. Yes. Well, we've been watching two great shows, actually. Mm-hmm. One, uh, I May Destroy You. Mm. Oh, That's my show. It's so... The writing, incredible. Written. The acting, incredible. So good. I've never seen such young people act so well. In the episode, right? Yes, when it was in high school. Yes. So, I mean, they could have been, they could have been older than us. But, but you know, I mean, that, still. They, I've so never seen good. acting like that. So, it was so natural. Yeah. But, like, not, like, that whack natural. Right, right. Real good. Um, and what was the other show? It was P-Valley. Oh, we was going to say P-Valley? Yeah. P-Valley. Oh. Yeah, P-Valley's good, too. P-Valley is good. P, the thing with P-Valley is, like, the first couple of episodes, yeah. you got to get through some things. Yes. Um, Katori Hall's a great playwright, and mm-hmm. I think she's finding her footing as a screenwriter. Mm-hmm. But episode three of P-Valley goes off. Yeah. It goes off. Yeah. Um, but I May Destroy You. That's... Really good. Culture Reset. So, yeah, guys, watch I May Destroy You, P-Valley. Yeah. Oh, we could do this again soon. Yes, very soon. All right. But we love y'all. Much love. Much love. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Stay safe. Hey, Bobby. All right, y'all. Bye. bye.